of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For our scripture, shall we turn to Revelation chapter 3? So I'll read verses 7 and 8. I want you to please pay attention to the words. It says, as I receive utterance and precision of delivery in the name of Jesus, the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, this thing says, he who is holy, so no matter how you want to play down on the holiness of God, that is the character and the foremost introduction of your father. If you hit the hidden world today and you say, God, the first thing that hits their mind is holy. And that's why they behave the way they behave to you when they know you are a devoted Christian. But when you begin to interact with them, they begin to see that this holiness comes with such a love that cannot be found anywhere, and they are attracted. He who is holy, he who is true, so that means that there are a lot of falsehood in life on earth. He who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. Sometimes we say, and no man shuts. And we know that man is used generically in the Bible. For the sake of those who just want to find an excuse out of the word of God. He said no man, he didn't say no woman. No man, no woman. No one. He will open and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength and you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I'd like to include verse 9. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews. If it were today, we say, who say they are Christians? Who say they are Jews and are not? But lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. Not before your face, your feet. And to know that I have loved you. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. I want to start from here and let the Lord lead us on. Now you know that here he was speaking or talking to the church in Ephesus. And thank God for Ephesus. He wasn't talking to unbelievers. He was talking to believers. And Jesus was the one talking, as it were. And he said to them, I know your struggles. And because the reason for your struggle is your lack of strength, despite the fact that you are dissincere, I have set before you an open door so you will achieve what even the strongest achieve and more and it will be a mystery to your generation Not simply put that's it what the strongest and the fittest achieve where there is no room or opportunity for the weak you will not only achieve, you will achieve more. And the reason I have set before you an open door, I have increased your capacity, as it were, for exploits in life. I have established you, though you are yet to see that. Because I have to honor my word. And I have to respect my name. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm not about to open the door. It is opened. So I wanted to design the door. Where I'm taking you is beyond human understanding. But he added something there. He said, I have not said before you, I have not just said before you an open door which no one can shut. So don't give them the power they don't have by assuming they can't, they cannot. Besides this, I will cause them of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and but they are not they are liars I will cause them to come and worship at your feet so not only that I will open a door for you I will plunder your detractors I will so reduce them to shame whilst you move and I said that to say this that in every gathering of the saints, there are agents of the devil that gather to you. They are in every local church. Eh, Pastor, even the fountain. Oh, yes. But please understand very well that they are a handful. And they have been disgraced. And very soon, their shame will be open to everybody. Their confusion will be everlasting. That's the Bible. 
all they do is to gather with you and pretend to be real just to pull you down. God has pulled them down. In the name of Jesus. He said, I will cause them to come and wash part of it. And to get them to understand that I am the one who loved you and called you. And that's why as a pastor, I pray for you. So that you can discern. When these kind of people come in, they are the ones that, and then you will forget the one that God sent you to for him. You will create pastors for yourself within congregations. You make the work difficult for us. Because when the trouble begins, you will be telling them, that one, why do you follow that one? Leave them. You get in focus. Be friendly to all. Love all. But know who God has set as your pastors. There are too much wishy-washy going on around the churches. I'm not joking. I see these things everywhere. When God is giving instructions from here, they will go to their own liquid corner and be, and, and, be, and be criticizing what God is saying. And you two say, yes, ah, revelation. If it does not buttress what God is saying, and you have a problem with interpretation in from the podium in your local church, like in this place, why don't you approach the pastors for clarity? Really? In the book of Job, when God gathered his sons together, angels that is, the devil himself gathered. So what are you talking about? So it will be foolish of those that gather to begin to say, ah, this man is very smart. And decide to begin to follow that instruction more than what is coming from the pulpit. When Jesus chose two disciples, Judas was there. Don't get me wrong. We encourage ministries in Fountain. We encourage you to fellowship with other brethren from other churches. But please make sure that your understanding of the word is clear. And that's why here when we share the word, we tell you, go search it out. Do your studies. Let this one just be what you're hearing from a place like this. Let, it, let them be points for you, for your own personal studies. Your being a Christian was a personal conviction. Have you forgotten that? And any breakthrough you have in the world will be a personal conviction. What we are meant to do is to guide you into the word. Why are you saying this? You say, you have kept my word. You have kept my word. So you mean this open door is not for good health? Of course it is. Does your sickness glorify God? You mean this open door is not for supplies for my needs? Of course it is. You mean your poverty and your stinking poverty and your dying and wretchedness glorifies God? Of course not. But what it is not is that when these things now become more important than the God that opens the door, we have a problem. They have kept my word. They have not denied my name. 
In Philippians, the Bible says that because God has given me a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow his name. He says, go into all the world. How? In my name. They have not denied my name. And so, uh, a door is perpetually opened. Is somebody understanding me? Remember the West translation? He said, consider this now. As a matter of urgency, consider this. As a permanent door is open for you as your permanent possession. Look at all the choice of words. It's an urgent matter. And number two, is opened permanently. And this permanent door is your permanent possession. And what does that mean? Your access to all that God has done for you is perpetually yours. You have no excuse anymore. Glory be to God in the highest. And that's why we say God always renew his mercies every morning. And that's why we can categorically say that we are in a new season in fountain. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. But when I look at this efficient church, in this category, because seven churches, you have the Smyrna, you have the Pagamos, you have Theatera, you have, among them we have the Philadelphia, which you read. Okay. Sadis, seven of them. So when I remember the efficient church in this category, which was where Paul was when he was writing to the Corinthian church, that a great and effective door has been opened unto me. Now, that was reference to the exploits that was about to explode for him in Ephesus. He wrote that letter from Ephesus. And what was that exploit he was talking about? It was what we later read in Acts chapter 19. Come on, somebody here with me. And where we read that God wrought unusual miracles to the hands of Paul. The type that never happened in his life and ministry, as scarcely in many, any other ministries in the book of Acts, apart from f- chapter 5, when the shadows of Peter, hey, yeah, glory be to God in the highest. And that had been from, for a while now, because that was at the inception. They hadn't seen anything like that for a long time until Paul came upon the scene. And I'm telling you that we're in an era where such things are about to start again. It was never removed, men just get distracted. We heard the Bible saying there that, hey, Paul, night and day, sat down in the school of Tyrannos. I mean, he's teaching them the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. And hear what he says, you have not neglected my word. You have been faithful to my word. You've not denied my name. And that's why the least I can do is to leave the door permanently open for you. Say, I'm one for whom no door can be shutting. Come up your mouth. Say, I'm one. I'm one. With whom? No door can be shut up. No door can shut me in. 
in the name of Jesus. I said, no door can shut me in. No door. That's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus came to do. I'm reminded by him again in the book, in the book of Revelations. Say, time you have kept my word. Or you are doing all you can to keep my word. And not in my name. I will keep the door open before you permanently. No one can shut. No one can shut. But you see, the abundance, the favor, the fame, the health, the peace of marriage and everything, they are ancillary. They are benefits to the main thing. The main thing is the souls of men. The main thing is his own business here on earth. Glory be to God in the highest. What do you think is Jesus' number one interest on earth? So it's not your good looks. Or it's part of the package. It's not your fame and your wealth. They are fringe benefits. They are the things that follow. What do you think is God's number one interest on earth? Souls. And from what do you think we are most easily distracted as children of the kingdom? As sons of God on earth, we need of souls. We easily slip into our comfort zone and forget where we are here. What I tell myself a number of times is, hey, wait a minute. If God has no business for you here on earth, if God doesn't have business for you here on earth, the day he was ascended, he will take you along. The only reason Jesus came to earth Hear me well. The only reason he came was to say souls. He was God. Fully God. Read the book of Philippians. You would say that he had to be, he had to, he had to undo his godhood uh, to be able to be like me on earth. If he didn't do that, there was no way he could have lived here and think, no, he would be living too far above heads. The Bible says he undid himself of everything God. So he was 100% man. No wonder he allowed himself to be conceived in the womb like you and I. He allowed himself to dwell in the womb for nine months like you and I. He allowed himself to come through uh, the rigor of labor and the mother is crying, pain, 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 like you and I. <laughs> what a God was He got here, they slapped his back. Pow! He went, wow, Like you and I. The creator of the earth of the earth. You think he has something he's looking for? You think he's looking for world wealth? He created it. What makes people go crazy and they begin to sacrifice and kill human beings for? Which they themselves would die and live. No time. Somebody will kill himself because he's looking for money. Kidnap people and make sacrifice. And what is most irritating is that when Christians are now getting distracted, they're running helter skelter for power and money. And that's why I said when it comes to leadership in the church, the time for designing has come. 
So the, the Judas that come in, don't go and make him the head of the department. But Jesus made him the treasurer because he knew him. He knew his witness. He's a thief. So say, you want to steal money? Okay, okay. When you tell a thief to keep the money, he'll be very careful. <laughs> yeah. And yet he was the one that accused people of uh, wasteful, 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 wasteful. He was sold. Look, 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 look. He was sold into total oblivion by the, his weakness that he never gave up on. Guess what? He sold Jesus for 30 pieces money. And when finally saw what was happening, he realized to him, he said, yeah, what did I do? He went by and said, take your money. He said, no, his money you want now. The rest, you want something else. You want money. No, we don't want your money. Take your money. The Bible said he went to buy it for the further and that killed himself there. Nothing can replace God. So what could have been the difference between the efficient church and the church in Philadelphia? Because what said about the efficient church was this. The church where all these things happen. Someone say praise the Lord. Come on, someone say praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So what could have happened? The only thing he said, he said, you left your first love. You left your first love. You left the place of permanently opened door for what? For the assignment for which I have committed to you. What assignment? Come on, ladies and gentlemen, the great commission. Go into all the world and make disciples of every creature. Hallelujah. Someone shall praise the Lord. Amen. They left it. They got overwhelmed with, I'm bigger than you, I'm bigger than you, I'm bigger than you, I'm not bigger than me, I have more than you, I don't have more than you. <laughs> you know what should be your boasting in the kingdom? How many souls God, by his grace, is allowing you to touch? Now, I have nothing wrong. Pastor Tao, do you mean if God said, Taiwan, I'm giving you the Holy Look for you tomorrow. I'm giving fountain this, and I'm giving you the Holy Look for you. I'll say, Glory be to God in the highest. Will you take it? I will take it. That means there's something that God wants to achieve still with my life and the Holy Look for you. So I'm not against having it. I'm against changing the priorities around. Now, here, Jesus. First, let me read from 1 Titus 1.15. First, hear this. That was Paul. To let you know, that was the reason Paul was the way he was. And you know my joy, in the name of Jesus, I'm talking to those who are rising beyond the level that man can ever say I put them there. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. You see, why are you saying that? Where was Paul when Jesus was here? You mean Jesus didn't know Paul? Jesus knew Paul. He knew that he knew those who would come in. You think he didn't know you up front? He knew. He said, Pastor, are you sure? He died in vain. He said, God, keep, the, keep these ones. And all those who threw them here, the gospel, and come into the kingdom is in John chapter 17. Hear what he said. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance 
That Christ Jesus came into the world. Did you see that? That Christ Jesus came into the world for what? Of whom I am. Now explain why his life was the way it was. What grace he had enjoyed, he will make sure that for the rest of his life, he will not deny anyone of his, anyone he will meet, he will make sure they have the opportunity. And that explains why Jesus came. Now here Jesus himself in Luke chapter 19 verse 10. He says, the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost. So in other words, that's the only reason I came. Is it gold? Is it the gold of this world or petroleum? Or is it diamond? Or is it Bitcoin? No, it's making to He came solely for souls. Glory be to God in the highest. And that was in the course of his ministry. He would open his mouth and would declare. When he was hungry by the well, by the well of Samaria, and they came, say, "Has somebody given food to eat?" He said, "No, my meat is to do the will of Him who has sent me and to fulfill it." His mission was paramount as far as he was concerned. That was his focus. And look at what he did. At the very beginning of his ministry, it was first Simon and the brother Andrew. When they were were giving use of his boat and he finished using the boat and he looked at them and what did they do? Where is their interest? Their interest is in fishing. All right, guys, can you roll in a bit more for a catch? I will pay you for services rendered. Your loyalty will bring a lot to you away. Your faithfulness in the kingdom will have the faithfulness of God kindling. I mean, dropping on your life forever. His faithfulness is defined by his mercy. I'm not joking. And this, they say, oh, we've toiled all night. He said, I understand. I don't know who I'm talking to now. Your all night has come to an end. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. He just stopped me there. He said, tell him, 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 that is, tell him or her that you're toiling, you're all night toiling. He's coming to a halt in the name of Jesus. You're all night toiling. You will be the living example of the fact that Jesus is alive and well. You're in a good month. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, so he said, come on. And when they did, ha! He said, but you know what? Before you get overtly excited over this, it's good to be excited about it, but before, you, I'm going to make you more. What? He said, now you can see you've caught so much fish and it's exciting. I'm going to make you fishers of... That was, that was what was most important to him. At the beginning. In the course, my meat to do the will. At the end, after resurrection, all authority on earth has been given unto me. So you guys will now have to go to the ends of the earth in my name. Doing what? To every nation. Telling them and preaching to them the message of the kingdom and making disciples of them. That was why he came. Whether you pick it at the beginning, middle or end, that was why he came. And that was what is most important to him. The question, is that what is most important to you in Fountain? Is that what's most important to you, the church in Lagos? Is that the most singular, most important thing for the church in Nigeria or church in that age all over the world? Is it 
not such like when we come, oh, let's, our needs are many, and they are many. So, meet my need, meet our need, meet our need. And that's all we think and care about. Thank God our needs are driving us to Christ. Glory be to God in the highest. What with so many people there, we don't know. And they're still being confused, being taken to our lives and everything. And what we see worse is if you, who say you go to church, I don't want taking them there. That's a disaster. You know that the only kid is you say you go every time. You know that they are using means there. They just want to deceive yourself by saying, I went there for prayer. You went there for prayer and they gave you something to be using. It's not the word. It's not prayer anymore. It is the water that you must drink every morning. And water finishes, you go back with the car, with gallon to go and take another water. It's okay for them there. But it's not okay for you. That's what I'm saying. You know better. When it becomes like that, you know you, you know that you are deceiving yourself. Hey, is it not the same prayer by prayer? You are saying it is not the same prayer. From your lips, you have a problem. When you know how to, you, you can pray for yourself in the name of Jesus, you have a problem. That you're a man or a woman. And that's Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, in all humility, I present to you, and I'm telling the truth, and God sees me. This is my heart. What my father taught me, the way my mother showed me, is what, by the grace of God, God, through other men and women of God that I've met, have developed well. I don't know how to add anything to Christianity. If it's not the Bible that I read and you read, and the prayers that we pray and the way we pray, I don't have any other means. I, I, because I know that he is true. He said, right to them. He was true. And he has never failed me. And that's why I'm still here. And he will see me to the end. I trust him. And when that day we stand before Jesus, he will ask you, do you know this guy? He will ask me, do you know this guy? I say, yeah, we're in the same church. Then he will ask you, did you teach, what, what, what you did? Is it from this guy? I say, I didn't teach them. I didn't know it all. But the much I know is this, and that's what I taught them. Every work will be tested with fire. Not the fire hello, the fire of his eyes. Check the book of Revelations. His eyes are like fire. When he looks at you, fire! You know what that does? It refines and consumes. I know that's what it does with the Holy Ghost today. He says, hey, the one who goes before you is the Lord your God. That's the covenant God that we have. And it goes for you as a devouring fire. Fire. And so, why are we here? He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness and all these things shall be added. Do I trust him enough? Yeah. Yes, by the grace of God, and we are still lacking. I ask for grace in the name of Jesus. Because I see that's what He wants to do. That's what He wants to achieve. See, how come they are saying God, God, we're talking Jesus? Hey, go back into the Old Testament and see now in Daniel chapter twelve. 
verse 3. See what he says? See from the Old Testament. How many of you would like to at least do exploit like Daniel? Let your life spell exploits like it did in the life of Daniel. If you want to shout amen. amen. I can't hear you. Amen. I can't hear you. Amen. I can't hear you. Amen. Hear what Daniel said. He said, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Look at the second part of it. And those who turn many to righteousness, evangelism, witnessing, testifying of the goodness of God in your life. He said, what? They will shine like stars forever and ever. That's Daniel. Does that convince you that this is the heartbeat of God? No wonder Daniel, by his thought, by his action, by his relationship, was able to affect the whole kingdom of Babylon and, in effect, the world that he lived. Daniel. You think he wasn't wealthy? Every king made him the head, apart from them, every five different kings. Oh, he has wisdom to make wealth. <laughs> if you have wisdom to win souls, wisdom to make wealth, we automatically follow you. I'm not joking. He said, really? Check the book of Acts. No one lacked anything. They keep on increasing. There was not a singular lack. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I'm just trying to let somebody know there is always supernatural shortcut to the blessings. And what is it? Jesus. I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to God the Father said by me. No one I said, tell them He who is holy, He who is true. I read in John chapter 18 when Pilate was, was interviewing him. And he was saying, Is it true that you are the king of the Jews? He said, He said so. He said, No, answer us. Is it true that you are the king of the Jews? He said, He said so. To tell that he was himself the first witness by his action, by his death, by his resurrection. He even said it. Apart from saying that the will of the Father, look at 18, 18, 18, 18, 37. Hallelujah. Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. <laughs> and for this cause I have come into the world. That I should bear witness to the truth. That's what he used to summarize it. That I have come to save souls. Is it the truth? I'm sure you're asking, Pastor, what's the truth? Pilate asked the same question. But let me ask you, what is the truth? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, right, he who is holy and he who is true. So what about it is true that God will send his son to die for the sin of humanity and restore souls to the kingdom? That's all. That's God's work. That's the assignment on earth. See what? If everybody under the sound of my voice will say, Pastor, God bless you, Holy Ghost, help me. One soul a week. Lagos will know it before the end of this year. That Jesus is alive. I'm not joking. Just those of us here. And then watch the qualities of your life. So we shall praise the Lord. But see the question there. Pilate now asked them the question. What is the truth? 
But before I could answer, Pilate went out to talk to the Jews. He didn't wait for an answer. And I concluded. I said, had Pilate waited for the answer, he would have become a Christian. Right there. When you are bearing witness to the truth, people will give their lives to Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? And in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, after he had resurrected 40 days, 40 nights, and finished teaching them about the kingdom, he concluded by saying, you will receive what? Ah. You receive what? Power. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be what? My. Yes. Can you see that that's all he wants from you more than anything? If I were you, I'd be saying, God, help me from today. Those struggles of your life to be a good Christian, start witnessing. You'll see things begin to fall in. I'm not joking by the grace of God. Ooh, I feel the fire. You'll be provoking his power. Paul did this in Ephesus. Can't you see? Twelve of them became the entire Asia. Speaking his word. And look at John 15, 26. I will just, just make you see that. This is the entire business of heaven. And the day you became part of the family, it became your business. 1526, John. But when the helper, the Holy Spirit, come on, church, are you here? If you are here, shout amen. amen. You say, but you can see me, you say, if you are here. No, you can be here and be, you know, you know you're a tripartite person. You are physical, you are soul, and you are spirit. You can be here and your soul you can be in Ikoi. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure you are here all together. So, uh, uh, glory be Paul said that you be sanctified, Holy Spirit, soul, and body. Three. Glory be to God in highest. Okay, look at it. Shall we together? That when the helper, the Holy Spirit comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father. Listen to this. Uh, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will do what? I can hear you. One version says, it will testify and bear witness of me. So when the Bible says, you'll be my witnesses, you'll be my testifier. Glory be to God in highest. So if you're having struggle with being a witness, begin to testify. Use your hand to say yesterday, the kind of corona that caught himself. And see, it was even positive. But God insisted for my sister that after two days, hallelujah, after doctor said I have it, after two days, can you imagine I went for a test? And it was negative. Only God. Why? We had the prayer meeting. And they said, well, if you are sick, stand up. I stood up. I trusted God. So say, look, if you are going through anything, I want to pray with you. Write a prayer there. Instead of sending all those Wasting your credit. Use your credit on what will improve your physical, emotional, and spiritual life. Talk about Jesus. We want to meet you. Meet them. Pray with them. But if you are not, if you're not sure who they are, then meet me in church. At least it's safe. And if you do, he has corner, corner, just say, don't worry, meet the pastor there, or meet the pastor there, meet my head of department, or meet this counselor. You have done your bit. Don't waste your time. 
numerous opportunities ahead of you. Show people, oh, I just spoke to her, she just gave her life. So I'm going to put it on my head. Say, yes, go ahead, put it there. Glory. Let one person see you do that. You see how many people around, around Lagos alone will begin to talk to people about Jesus. You are waiting for who knows who and who knows who knows who. Where well, you know Jesus? He says, my word abide in you. And you dwelling in me. Anything you ask shall be done. I trust him. You can imagine when you use your phone to tell them what Jesus has done for you. How he helped your son who was almost filling every, every paper in school. How you waited on God and God turned this situation around. How you got how you got that job, which man, it will only take God to get. How by trusting God to get it. How tell them what Jesus has done for you and see. He said, testify. When the Holy Ghost comes, he will testify of me. The Father testifies of him. He testifies of himself. The Holy Ghost testifies of him. He's recruited you. He has saved you, brought you into his kingdom to testify of him. The least you can do with your life. Sir, ma, tell the world about Jesus. It's the least. And that's the very core of Christianity. Every other thing, there are additions. There are fringe benefits. I close with the scripture. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. Matthew 9, 36. I have seen, seen the victory of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus. I have seen, seen the victory of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. But when he, Jesus, saw the multitudes, he was moved. When the Holy Ghost moves you, nothing stops you. Oh no, this is a man. How many of you would like to be moved? Moved by God. Jesus saw the multitude. He was moved with what? Compassion. If you don't have compassion, you won't do this thing. And yet it's a command for every of his son. When I say son, men and women were in Christ. He was moved with compassion for them. It's about people. It's about God and people. Because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking the permanently open door that brings in all the blessings of God. Hallelujah. He says, laborers, therefore pray, therefore do what? How do you solve the problem? The problem of the burden that Jesus is carrying in his heart even right now. The, the problem of the plentiful harvest that has scattered and weary. How? By what? Praying. So if I say, God, help me. And I'll mean it by faith. Why do you love something so much? That I don't even care. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me like it shocks you. Please let it shock me 
like he shocks you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Help my, I believe, I believe. Save my son. Jesus turned to look at him. Say, okay, help my own belief. I want to have this belief like you have it. He got it, his son. Can you ask God to give you the body? Can you ask God to help me love what you love? Can you help me begin to pay more attention to this great commission? And watch the burden develop. Let compassion begin to be born in your heart like never before. Shall we rise? The shortcut to all the blessings that are already made available to you. The power of the Holy Spirit always available. Because what he comes to do is to make sure that the, 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 the desires of the Lord Jesus Christ are met. I see a new you. I see a bigger you. I see a more confident you. I see a dreadful you. I mean the world will see you and dreads your presence. I see a full compassionate you. I see a Christ-like you. I see a victorious you. In the name of Jesus. I see a new beginning here. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Why don't you give him praise and give him honor? And thank him for the grace he's given us today. And ask him to help you as an individual. And help us as a, as a local assembly in the name of Jesus. Say they will shine like stars forever. You will shine like star forever in the name of Jesus. Woo. Love will move you. Love will lift you. You will be a blessing to generations. In the name of Jesus. You are a treasure of the kingdom of God. My prayer is that God will make you begin to realize who you are. You are such a special set of people. You are wonderful. The Bible says, How beautiful upon the mountain at the feet. You are beautiful upon the mountain. At the feet of them will bring good news. Everywhere they see you, people rejoice. You are a bringer of good news. Deliverance from Zion. God loves you. You have me let you know that you are special to him. I'm asking God to help me love you like he loves you. I love people. I love you. You know, when you love him before you talk, they see Jesus. Father, take all the glory. I pray that this will live in the power of this your anointing. And everywhere they go, this anointing will answer for them in Jesus' name. 
know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.